Hi everyone and welcome to episode 133 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Laura. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Final Fantasy... Oh, sorry. What's going on? Nothing. I'm not trying to steal your role or anything. Why would you do that? Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Because I need to throw you off. I need to throw you off your game, your throne. I'm I'm, I'm Alaska. I'm going to take you. Come and take you down to Chinatown. That's a RuPaul's Drag Race reference if you didn't know. Yeah. Because not not the state Alaska. Not the state Alaska, no. Alaska. Anyway, welcome. Hi. Welcome to Final Fantasy. This is Final Fantasy. Um, It's going to be an interesting show, this episode. Is it? Uh, for a reason that we will reveal, reveal uh, very soon. I see what um, you did there. But yeah, so we've got two segments this episode. One, where we're going to be talking about World of Final Fantasy. And the second, we're going to be talking about a, an interesting topic that was suggested. Who we think will die in Final Fantasy fifteen? Everyone. Tabata, I mean, he just likes to press that kill button, doesn't he? Hold he it just... back. Hold it back. I'm sorry, but he does. We haven't got to the topic yet. Okay. Just calm it down. Simmer. Simmer. Simmer down now. Simmer down now. We've got, we've got to simmer. give people something to look forward to. <sighs> everything. Look forward to everything. How? You've just sport what you're going to say in the discussion. I'm Quentin Tarantinoing this biatch, okay? Oh, so we're going to say like, every, but then people have to listen further yeah, to understand to more. To understand. To understand. To okay. understand. So what I'm going to say is die. And that's the last word that I'm going to say, hopefully. <laughs> and then you have to listen to the rest of it to understand what that word to understand means. what that word mean the word means yes there you go all right okay um if you're new to the show um that's probably the weirdest intro we may have ever done <laughs> um but final fantasy union is part of a podcast series called final fantasy and kingdom Hearts union and it's presented by the gaming union network we have a new show coming out every tuesday in rotation with kingdom arts union and we come on the itunes store as well as finefantasyunion.com and youtube.com forward slash ff union vids on that note actually um the youtube channel has been doing really well and probably the last month um i think we've made a i guess a conscious effort to focus a bit more on that and um maybe less on some of the other things that we do yeah podcasts are still good um, yeah, podcast is untouched. But the but, YouTube channel's been doing extremely well. Um, we've been getting a ton of support, ton of subscri- subscribers joining up. And uh, I think, you know, the, we're trying to make it so that we're doing interesting, creative content. Yeah, so if, if you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, then then please do. Um, it's a different kind of content. The podcasts get put up there too now. They will actually... The last episode <laughs> did go up. It did, so. it did. I'm, I'm, I'm learning... I'm becoming... A lot of people were very confused as to what it was. <laughs> yeah, because we haven't put on a podcast for a little while and yeah. we had a lot of new people. Yeah. And they were just like, what the hell is this? Oh, oh, well, okay. It's you good. guys are just talking. This is not... There's no video content. It's just like, yes, I know. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to our world. Welcome. All right, on to Patreon. Now, this section is for everyone who's pledged $2.50 or more. But you can pledge a dollar if you want to get access to our Please Be Excited podcast. The last one was done by Brandon and Chiro. It's about half an hour long. Yeah, they, they talked a they lot. They talked a lot. So, yes, yeah, it's just a special show that's exclusive to anyone who supports us on Patreon. But I'm now going to go on the shout-outs. In the essence of time-saving, again, I'll get onto that in a bit. I'm just going to blast through these guys as quickly as possible. Lauren also doesn't have an outlet in front of her, which is No, why. I don't. I'm so, sorry. I'm going to try and do this. It might get slightly monotonous. I'm sorry. All right, starting off with Barry Norton at Nortron Zero, Christian Burge, 
Joey Hinkle at Oran Darkrend, Lewis James, Satria Jayasudama at Satria 65 Rubin, Skylar Loveless, William Trengove at Vonis de Acture, Chris Morales, Eric Decker at Chalco Taco, Harley Crawley at Dark ZT Akami, Josh McNabb at J2K9, Michael Graham, Thorin Bullen at Masker 23. Laura's just taking a nice stretch over here. She's in, she's thoroughly enjoying this. No, I'm trying to I'm trying to up up my energy. For me? Um just in general. I'm getting yeah. Okay. Zach Duranto at Z Duranto fifty eight. Alex Troutman at Akira Nanjin. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Genesis Alejandra at Ginny San Seven. Jason Rivera at Neo Archidaic. Joseph Robertson at PKMN Trainer J. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Chris Russell at The Ninja Max. Manning Franks at Like underscore Peyton. Mike Shelley Donnelly at Curious Quail. Mohamed Kayum. Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Knack 95. Rachel Casterton at Urba Young. At Urba Young Ray. Vitanitas at V underscore Tron 5000. And Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Good job, Daryl. Good and job. Breathe. <laughs> but yes, thank you guys so much. I mean, like the fact that, yeah, Daryl had such a long list to read through. And it's really cool and completely just like unexpected. And no, we really, really, really appreciate everything that you guys do for us and allow us to continue to do podcasts. Living our dream. Living our dreams. Yes. Okay, so now on to the reason why this podcast is going to be slightly shorter than a typical podcast. Mm. The reason is because um, well, when the podcast comes out, which will be Tuesday, the embargo should hopefully have lifted. So I will be able to tell everyone that I've been playing World of Final Fantasy for of you. Uh, still playing it, actually, which is the reason why I need to yes. kind of get back to playing <laughs> it. Um, it's, it's an interesting game. Mm. I like it. Um, we're going to be doing a full impression episode uh, in about two weeks' time. Well, at least that's the plan. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be a, I guess, a shorter review coming up on Tuesday. I don't think I'm going to get it finished by Tuesday. We'll see. I mean, I've got a couple of hours tonight, maybe, and then, um, yeah, not much, not much else. No, not much, not many hours Work, unfortunately, later. Unfortunately, gets in the way. Yeah, unfortunately, but really. We can talk about. Um, I guess I can talk about some of the gameplay mechanics. Yeah. And we can also talk about the demo. And then Lauren can join in. Yeah. Because Lauren played the demo too. Yeah, I did play the demo. Um, it was actually a, a reasonably funny experience with that because we put up a part one of the um, a, a demo walkthrough on our YouTube channel. Then Lauren played through as well. Over my save. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, it's kind of funny because we didn't know that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Or did you? I did. Well, I figured it was going to happen because I don't think you can choose a save on a demo. No, I, I don't think you can choose a save in the actual game either. Mm, that'll be bad. Yeah. So what am I going to do? Nothing. How am I going to play it? Oh, I'll play it on my account. Screw it. I have my account. Yeah. So, um, but no, um, the demo was uh, the demo was fun. Like it was cute. I'm not, I'm not one for demos. I don't really like. I I don't tend to want to play demos before games um the only demos that i really played were like um tech demos that they had that came with like the playstation the original playstation and that's pretty much like the extent of my demo playing but i did enjoy the world of final fantasy demo i found it was fun and same i mean it slightly misrepresents the game i'd say in a way Mm -hmm. Like the way that you interact with characters and stuff, it like doesn't really happen. They've kind of just done it so, oh, 
Here's lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do, let's like throw as many of those guys in like as possible. Because it's like a section of the game that doesn't it, it exists, but it doesn't yeah. exist in like that when you same actually, way. When you actually play through that section, it's very very different. Yeah. Um, there's story stuff going on at that time, and um, so yeah, like it's it's a very different scenario that's yeah. taking place. But it was nice anyway for them to put like all the characters, yeah, like the main characters one line. that you could see. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm running this area or something, and not interested. Like, okay. Not interested. I know. I love that the cloud is just not interested. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was nice to see all the characters. Um, and it didn't reveal like too much, but it helped you sort of understand the mechanics of the game. Yeah, and I think that was the main thing. I think the characters were just kind of thrown in just to make people think like, oh yeah, great, these characters are going to be in there, and they said one line and blah blah blah, but. I think the main thing was the gameplay mechanics. Yeah. So I think um, the stacking system is obviously a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think talking through how that works and also the imprism system, with yeah. the prismarium and um, the mirage boards and stuff, I think it was good to to get people started on that. Yeah. I don't necessarily think the demo does the best job of explaining how it works. But I think when you actually play through the game, you'll it will become so much clearer how everything yeah. works. And it's actually a very detailed system. It's probably, uh, this is going to be a bold claim, but I'd say out of the Final Fantasy main series games, maybe not 12, but you know, it's it's a lot more complicated. Well, there's a lot more depth than, say, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, 10. Um, I mean, it, like, in some ways, the the Mirage board is a cross between like 10, 12, and... 13 mm. and how it works because um it's just crazy like how many different boards that you have because you basically have a board for each minion right yeah but it goes way beyond mirage. that so like each or well, not each mirage so some mirages have just one board mm. i think it's generally the large like there's some large ones that you can't uh transfigure um how it works is that if no matter what if it's one that has multiple forms, so say like a chocobo, yeah, has we know it has Choc-a-chick, three forms. Chocobo. I don't know what the last form no. is, but if you catch the chocobo, then you can devolve it into a chocochick. But when you do that, it keeps the stats. It's not like let's say a Pokemon system, I guess, or Digimon, where when you evolve something, it makes it it's a better version. Mm. It's not like that at all in World of Final Fantasy. It's just that when you you just change it. Because of the sizes, so mm. a small minion can be just as good as a medium minion or a large minion. They'll have slightly different things that they offer from that. But if you gain something that's a a medium minion and then you devolve it to a, a small minion, you still get to keep the stuff you learnt with them when it was a medium minion. Mm. So they become incredibly strong. And then not only that, there's also a like a, a deviant version of it. Mm. So with a chocobo. Um, you've got the three versions, but then also there's a, a um, like a sister mirage board, so you can switch over, yeah. and you can like uh, there's a black choco chick, and I think I don't know what that goes into, but basically there's a whole other mirage board that's connected to that same mirage. Yeah. So each like a mirage can have maybe like five six boards, tons of upgrading to do. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like really. That was a massive ramble. I know thing. it was Sorry. really like. <laughs> It's it's confusing when you sort of say it, but like actually in game it probably makes more sense. But like yeah, in the demo you only really nick the surface of it. Like you don't really get 
too yeah. too involved with it. I mean, you probably um, could if you spent the time just if you running spent around the time, but why why do that really? I mean, I don't know. I honestly can't remember whether or not we're going to get the Magitek P armor or how you even get that. Will, um, in I'm sure it will become available once the game launches. Possibly. Either way, I, I did find it to be very entertaining, like just having the stacking system and that sort of thing. And just catching the minions, it does remind me a lot of Pokemon. It's a very Pokemon-esque type system. And then the stagger system as well, just the fact that you have to unstack um, unstack enemies in order to get their details and in order to actually imprison them and that sort of thing. There's just a lot of different elements that yeah, went into it's, fighting. It's a really... I'd say that... And this is going to be another bold claim. I'd say it's probably one of the best implementations of a Final Fantasy battle system I've ever seen. Mm. It's not... Well, I mean, it is. It's, it's quite fast-paced, depending on how you want to play it. So, yeah, I love that there's the fast-forward thing. I love that they're putting yeah, so, that Yeah, so, I mean, they've got... It's an ATP system, but you can go weight mode, you can go semi, or you can go full active. And no matter which one you pick, you can also speed up the time bars. Yeah. So there's like a slow, medium, or fast, I think. Yeah. So that's already two things you can modify. There's also, yeah, like you can press R1 to fast forward the battle to speed things along. And then on, along with that, you've also got shortcuts you can set depending on moves. Because basically with your Mirages, your Mirages might learn, I don't know, 10, 20 moves that you can choose from. Yeah. So you can set shortcuts if you just want to do things quickly on a recurring basis. There's also the face buttons that just have different things you can use just to like triangles attack, X's defend. Um, but then there's also the classic mode where you can just go in and like you would traditionally do and select all the different things like the just all the different abilities you can do escape um, special mirages you can use like champions like Titus is in the demo yeah which are basically summons so it's extremely versatile and then you've got the stacking system on top of that which is crazy yeah it's because yeah you can even you yourself can unstack and just use your characters as well um, as like temporary sort of side party members. Yeah, so you could have a party of six. No, six yeah, if you wanted to. Which Obviously, is crazy. They're quite weak independently. Yeah, yeah, it's better together. But I mean, sometimes for imprisoning, it's easiest to do that because as a full stack, you might do too much damage, so yeah. you have to unstack to make sure you just could do a bit more chip damage. Yeah, but no, I I do I do find that system quite entertaining and i can find myself um probably getting quite addicted to it in order to catch all of the mirages that i can it's i guess it's the correct me if i'm wrong here but with pokemon generally it's just you damage you capture them right uh yeah yeah typically whereas in um i mean i don't know how it's evolved over the years but i remember when i was playing it it was mostly about you get them you get their damage down low and then you try and throw the pokeball and then see if it works and then you get the different types of pokeball yeah, so this one, it's it's there's lots, so many different ways that you could have to. Uh, yeah, weaken which them. is what makes it interesting. Like, um, if you use makes Libra, it interesting, but also annoying. <laughs> yeah, if you use Libra on them, you have to um, you find out what you need to do in order to make them ripe for um, imprisoning, and um, so like some characters, like a fire based character, will be good if they have more fire based. Um, more file-based attacks because obviously they resist them more. Um, it's almost like it's almost like the same um, uh, system as the Chocobo event in um, Mobius. I mean, they ran away, but yeah. like that's the same as imprisoning, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I mean, some of them, as I said, can be a bit annoying. Like yeah, well, one the of the Chocobos ones... were really annoying in Mobius. 
Yeah, well, that was like you had to use certain elements and stuff yeah. and whatever. It's annoying. Yeah, that was yeah. annoying. Yeah, that was annoying. Um, anything anything that makes you, auto battle. Anything that makes you not want to, um, yeah, the, anything that makes you have to think while playing is annoying. But yeah, no, I've, I mean, I've encountered an enemy where you have the only way you can imprison it is if you cast reflect on yourself and then it reflects a spell back on itself. Which, I mean, it's all right, but you've got to then find something that has reflect. Yeah. Which is not easy. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just, anyway. Yeah. So, basically, um, I didn't want to do, like, a review on this episode, really. Because, I I mean, I've played, what, like, 16, 17 hours at this point. So, yeah. there's a lot of stuff I can talk about. And, you know, I've just been going on about the gameplay mechanics. Yeah. But, but we don't want to go wanna, too far. Yeah. So, I'd say keep an eye out for coverage from me in the next two weeks after Tuesday. Uh, and then we'll try and do um, like a kind of full-on spoiler-free episode um, in two weeks' time just to run through Waterfall of Hansi, uh and obviously talk about how excited we are for 15 at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Which is coming out two weeks after that. Um, it's yeah. so much Final Fantasy. It's so much. Uh, I can't believe that like from today, like we would have already had Final Fantasy 15. It would have already been out. out almost a month. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's a crazy thought. I just... No, I can't even. <sighs> Moving on. Yeah. Um, on that note, right, so as I said, our main topic this episode is going to be about who we think is going to die in Final Fantasy XV. <gasps> uh, this was recommended as a suggestion, well, it was, it was a topic suggested by Jason Rivera. Mm. Uh, and he kind of brought it up because, obviously, Tabata is directing Final Fantasy XV. Yeah. He has a track record. He does. This kind of he thing. has a death count. He has a death toll. He um, likes to kill all those characters that you love and um, enjoy. So, obviously, in Crisis Core, Zack, I mean, everyone knew that was happening. He yeah. Didn't, it wasn't his decision. Well, no. I mean, it was his decision to have that scene in the game, I'm well, sure. Maybe. It was probably more Namora's, but, like, in a sense, it, the way that it transpired, yeah. like, he just really directed a lovely... A lovely little um, story. Type Zero, sex, of course, death. had a lot, everyone. Of, a lot of death, everyone. which we're not going to go into. Just that everyone much. died in, in that game. Just everyone. Like, everyone you know and love just died. Well, Alexander does go on a rampage. Yeah. And then the third birthday, which I haven't actually played, but sounds rather manic. Seems to have a lot of death in yeah, the Yeah, I, I actually, I've not played any of the Parasite Eve games. Even though I've wanted to, they just freak me out a bit too much. I really should go back and play them, Bo. But, but either way. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, the, uh, Jason's question was, what does this mean for 15? I, guess- I mean, he's said in interviews, hasn't he, that the most emotional impact that you can do for a game is, is to kill someone, essentially. Um, have someone have an emotional death. Um, so you know that somebody's going to die in this game. Yeah. It's just a matter of who. I mean, Kingslave already throwing some bombs out there. Yep. Not going to name any names. No, nope. uh, but some major characters were affected. Yes, in that film. Um, so I guess yeah. How do we think? What do we think is going to happen in fifteen? Um, mm-hmm. I think there's obviously a couple of candidates. I'm not going to talk about the obvious one because I think that's obvious. Which it, one? It, it begins with an R. Oh yes, um, yes, yeah. That it's a bit too. That's, that's a bit a, too. That's a bit too too blatant. But I think the main one that people are pointing towards is Core. Mm. I mean, obviously there was the. People thought he was cut from the game. Yeah. Uh, he disappeared from a lot of the marketing material and then came back. And 
there's an interesting thing that people have noted about him that his age has been set at 42 years old. Mm. Might not seem that interesting, but apparently in Japanese culture, um, they believe that people who are 42 will suffer great misfortune. Mm. It's a very unlucky age as mm. a man. Um, <laughs> 42. So, I mean, that can't be an accident. No. No. And then doesn't his name mean something bad as well? I don't think so. No. I mean, Leonis is like derived from Lionheart, I think, or something. And Core. But uh, I think it's more that, I mean, he was originally supposed to be one of the, the main characters. Yeah. He's been demoted. Now we know he was part of the original Regis. Like, he's he's one of the old guards. Yeah, basically. he's one of the old guys. Um, well, there is a theory sort of going around that... Um, that maybe something happens to him and it's done by one of the main cast. Because if you're going along with um, the mythology... Um, the of, Judas. Yeah. Um, from what I've heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from, is it is it Norse mythology? Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. Um, I think one of the characters... I remember hearing F.F. Uh, F. Peasant talking about it, name-dropping... I think he said that uh, Ignis actually rep- strongly represents one of the characters that is accidentally basically kills another character. Um, and that character could be Kor. Well, there were the rumors that one of the three, uh, Ignis, Cladio, and Prompto, was going to be like betray them. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe, maybe that's how it plays out. Maybe Kor is the one that finds out and then they have to kind of silence him it'd be interesting i think that core definitely is a good candidate if only because he seems like he's the one informant that noctis has like the one sort of tie he has to like regis um i mean i know he has sedge but like of the older generation it's like losing him would probably be a really big it's also, if you think thing. about the cast of characters, um, a lot of the characters have been positioned as quite main, like mm. significant. The only ones that haven't really are like Gentiana, uh, Sid, and mm. Cindy. I-, I don't see them killing Sid. No, <laughs> no. That's, that's just not cool. He might die of old age. Um, he looks quite old. And I think, you know, if, the, if they were going to make some kind of point, then Core, he's, they've distanced him away. Yeah. And he seems like he's dispensable. Yeah, I just really think that he seem he does seem like a prime candidate to pass on, unfortunately. Poor um <laughs> what's his name? Matthew, Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer. Poor Matt Mercer. All but right. I imagine he's gonna be a cool character regardless. But yeah, moving on. Uh we have Luna as well. Yeah, now that was the one when because Somnus is, well, I don't know if it still is, but it was Mm. the vocal theme of the game. People were, I guess the rumor reels going around that they were going to use that as like the ending. Yeah. And I mean, Luna is an interesting character because they've positioned her, um, you know, the whole Stella Luna thing. And and I think because of everything that's happened with her, if they just offed her at some point in the game, that would... That would be something that, like, and like people would get emotional, emotional about that. She's not a playable character, so it wouldn't be the same as Eris. No, but I. But think she is a pivotal role. She's a symbol. 
I think that she would die just because of the statement that she makes. She is everybody's hope. Everybody looks to her. Um, she might not have played that as much in Kingsglaive. We won't get into that, but I didn't think that she represented quite the, um, thing that Tabata was going for with Luna in the Act of Time reports. I don't know if that was just a miscommunication between them, but, um, from what we understand from the Act of Time reports, Luna is supposed to be this magical person who, uh, this oracle who is respected and feared, but, um, to the people, she's like a beacon of hope. And, um, I think the only way that you can really progress a story like this is to have the characters reach their lowest point and then bring themselves back up. If Luna does live in the end, it just kind of makes it a bit weaker. I mean... I don't know how it's going to play out if that's the case, because, like, the relationship between Noctis and Luna has been strange at best. And we know that she's going to have a role to play. We know that they've known each other for a very long time, but they also haven't seen each other for a very long time. They haven't. And the the wedding's a political statement. It's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, we, they obviously have a fond relationship. Yeah. And, you know, if Luna was, say, killed by Arden or... Which I think is what might happen. Noctis has been very blasé about everything from what we've seen. Like, he's kind of chilled out. Yeah. There's the scenes with they put out with Gladio kind of whipping him into shape saying, like... What the hell are you doing, man? Yeah, like, like start being the king. Yeah, start, start, grow, like you got to grow up, and I think maybe that's the thing that will light a fire in him. Yeah. Oh, definitely, it will make him fight, or it'll make him crumble, and um, or sorry, crumble and sort of go into a depression. Um, but no, I I think that that would be a turning point, much as how Aerith's death turned the tides of Final Fantasy VII. I mean, it did, but not in the same way, because Cloud is... the same way. Cloud, after that happened, basically... Yeah, I mean, the game was strange after that. Yeah. But ultimately, I definitely think that she would... She would die. I just don't see how they could go through the game without her dying. So we're saying, Core's gonna die, Luna's gonna die. Um, Everybody's gonna die. (laughs) Next up, we have... Probability of Ignis Gladio or Prompto dying... I think that's low. Like yeah, to be same. fair, like I just either they're all going to die or they're not none of them are going to die. Like either everybody is destroyed in the end or near death or nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean I can't see them pulling an Eris on this because there's only four of them. Yeah. They're all I mean they've built the whole mechanic around the four of them being there all the time. Yeah. Um I'm sure there's going to be some parts in the game where maybe one of them isn't there with you. Yeah, or, like there's or a it's smaller just Noctis. But I can't imagine getting to the final boss, mm-hmm. having gone through most of the game as the the quad. Although, I mean, you did it as Cloud. Cloud yeah, but fought Sephiroth you, but by himself. But it didn't affect the party. Like, no. All, it was only that final battle, and that was like a yeah. ceremonial battle. It's true. It's you didn't, very it, true. It wasn't a case of like, oh, we're going to give you a party of three throughout the entire game. Oh, yeah. no, you've only got two. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And yeah, I don't, I definitely don't think that they'll just off one. Um, no, I, I don't think, I don't think they would. So I guess then the last one is, do we think that Noctis will die at the end? There's a part of me that just doesn't think so. Cause I mean, if they killed Noctis, where would the people go? Like, 
if you think about it as a kingdom like that they would just have nothing the game would end and you just feel like wow okay there's absolutely nothing that yeah this no, society is going to be they have to have somebody somebody has to keep on going somebody has to keep on moving and that might as well be noctis and i guess with how regis has obviously aged quite a lot he's been trying to protect the people but he's kind of set things in motion because noctis is old enough now to yeah. kind of inherit and um yeah like if noctis keels over you know insomnia as a kingdom is is gone yeah yeah essentially but yeah i just don't see i don't see them killing off noctis i mean they could they could kill him off but i just don't see them doing that <laughs> no sequels no sequels well that's true there is true there is not going to be any sequels well that they've said that they've said there might be dlc sequels DLC sequels. Um, That's a point, yeah. I mean, they said there's going to be story <laughs> DLC, right? They can't go kill off Noctis. It's true, it's true. But either way, so yeah, I, I definitely think that Kor and Luna are going to die. Boom. Gentiana possibly too. And see, I did say I was going to end the segment with die. It's true. Although I did talk after, so I'm sorry about that. Well, me personally. You're still talking, though. I know. I'm ruining it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much this episode wrapped up. I'm sorry it's a, a short one, but I I really want to try and get through as much as World of Final Fantasy as possible so that I can tell you all about it. Yeah. If you haven't bought it yet. Obviously, if you're in the UK and you're listening, my thoughts will, my thoughts will come out before you get to play the game. <gasps> Hopefully, Shocking. they'll get you either more excited or they'll maybe inform whether or not you actually want to buy it or not. Yes. Um, all right. So music time. <laughs> Unorthodox this time. Mm. I'm mixing things up. Oh, oh, you're mixing things yeah. up there. It's very, so, very interesting. I think this could be a first. There is a track that is not necessarily from Final Fantasy. <gasps> in the music segment. Oh my God. It's a crossover track. So half of it is Realms theme, Final Fantasy VI. Half of it. Is 600 AD from Chrono Trigger. Yes. One of my favorite tracks from Chrono Trigger, actually. (laughs) Um, So, obviously, that was a a good blend. I'm glad that someone did that. The person who did it was called Some Wind. Some Wind. Yeah, Some Wind. Do you have Some Wind? Uh, Not right now. No? No. Would you like some? No. (laughs) Stop blowing at me. (laughs) I'm trying to give you some wind. No. Um, Alright guys, not? the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come out on the 8th of November. So we're going to try and do a World of Final Fantasy focused episode. We'll see what happens in the interim because obviously it's going to be the last episode we do before... Well, is it? No, it's going to be the penultimate episode, but I think we got an episode coming out like the day before. Oh god, yeah, it's going be... <sighs> it's... It's to be stressful. No wait, no we don't. It's the week It's the week after 15 comes out. Okay. So yeah, this is our last episode. I think before the next one will be our last time. I'm yeah, getting confused. There will be one more episode before 15 comes out. There you go. It may Good be job, completely World of Final Fantasy focused, depending on what happens. Anyway, yes. Uh, be sure to subscribe to iTunes to make sure you hear it when it comes out. Uh, just search for Final Fantasy on iTunes, uh, we'll come up as the main show. Or if you just go to YouTube, type in Final Fantasy Union, uh, we'll come up there as well. And of course, you can catch all the episodes of the podcast at FinalFantasyUnion.com for your ease of listening. Just yes. go through, read them all. Read them all. Listen Read to them, them all. all. Listen to them all. We haven't made transcribed versions of all the podcasts. That would kill us. Yeah, that would. 
um yeah and if, if you really enjoyed what we do uh please head over to patreon and go to patreon.com forward slash ffkhunion to uh see how you can support us if you want to all right that's uh that's it for the super short episode bye guys have fun playing world of final fantasy and i'm daryl saying goodbye this has been a final fantasy production